Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, now celebrating its 10th anniversary. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates 10 years of romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Allison Lancaster about her vow renewal events at Walt Disney World. She had seven events over five days, including a vow renewal ceremony at the train station in Magic Kingdom. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose all of these locations, how she planned all of these events, and how it all turned out. So welcome, Allison. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you guys decided you wanted to have a vow renewal and you wanted to do it at Disney. So we are new Disney lovers, I like to say. We went to Disney for the first time. I went as a child a few times, but as a family, we have two small kids and we went at the first time with our kids last June for our daughter's third birthday. It was just kind of a spur of the moment trip and we fell in love with it. And our 10 year anniversary was actually just this past April 14th. And we've always kind of known that we wanted to do something, a vow renewal, a party, some sort of something for our, our anniversary, our 10 year anniversary. And so when we started talking about it, Disney kept coming (laughs) to my mind, you know, I've loved Disney growing up. I've always loved Disney. And it really felt like something that was kind of out of reach or just, you know, one of those odd ideas that I had. But as we started investigating it more, it really looked like a great option. And we looked at different options. We're from Tennessee, but it just, Disney just kept coming back to us, especially me. And then it really felt like where we wanted to have this vow renewal. So, yeah. And how did your friends and family react to the idea? Did they know that you were planning to do a vow renewal? And what did they think about Disney? (laughs) (laughs) Right. So it was one of those things. I told my mom first, and it was really just a short text exchange one night. And I said, hey, if we renewed our vows at Disney, do you think that you all would be able to come? And she was like, yeah, sure, absolutely, of course. And then we only invited a few people. And so as we told the others, they were like, okay, this is this is kind of awesome. This is a vacation, and we get to celebrate the vow renewal. So everybody was really excited that was able to attend. That's wonderful. How many guests did you invite, and how many were able to make the trip? So we invited 15 guests. We knew that we wanted it to be very small. And then we had nine people total, including ourselves and our two children. So it was a very small guest count. Got it. Did you bother setting up a room block for your guests? We didn't, no. We know that we we were actually there the entire week. And so we knew that we wanted everybody to stay at the Grand Floridian. That's where we usually stay when we go. And, and so we just, we kind of made plans for everybody to stay at the Grand Floridian. So we did not set up a room block. Got it. Now, how did you choose the day of the week and the time of day? Did you pick your actual anniversary? So no. So (laughs) every year for the past few years, we have been going to St. Augustine on vacation for a couple of weeks. As a family, the past couple of years, my parents have gone with us. And so we had already planned to be in St. Augustine the two weeks following our vow renewal. So it kind of made sense. We're like, okay, the, the six of us are already going to be in Florida. 
let's just go ahead and tack this week on before our beach trip and kind of make it a long vacation for everybody. So no, it was a couple of months after our actual anniversary. And then as far as day of the week, I really just talked to Disney and was like, hey, we're going to be here this week. Location is more important to us than really day of the week since we'll be there the entire week. And we kind of just let them lead with what was available for the train station. Got it. Okay. Now, how did you choose the train station for your ceremony and all of your other venues for your events? (laughs) Yes. So the train station, initially we started out and we were looking at the Grand Floridian for the ceremony, but a big part of me was like, I really want to do something in Magic Kingdom. I mean, the castle, how could you not? (laughs) Oh, the train station. I really didn't. I'm not a person that loves to like be looked at or watch. No, I I don't. I'm a very private person. So we looked at East Plaza Garden and that just felt, I liked it, but it didn't feel like a great location for us. We felt like our kids would be distracted with people in the parks and just things like that. So the train station was another option that came up. And I really love the idea of it being a more private setting, but also still in the parks. And then, of course, the view. We love Main Street. So the view of Main Street, the view of the castle, um, it just seemed perfect for us. And then also our, our small guest count. It seemed like a great location for us. That's wonderful. And how about for the other events? We originally started with that and also knew that I wanted to do a fireworks dessert party. So Sag OK was, it, it just felt like a great location since we were staying at the Grand Floridian. We knew we would have an early ceremony time and it just felt like kind of a natural location to see the fireworks, have a dessert party, but not be out super late with the kids. <laughs> um, so that that kind of fell into step there. But then throughout the planning process, I kept finding dresses that I wanted to plan parties for. <laughs> we kept adding more events on really one thing that popped into my mind a few times throughout the planning process was I would love to have events in all four parks and I wasn't really sure how to make that happen but through some back and forth with Disney and just really seeing what was available in the different parks throughout the week we were able to find the locations and and select those I see. So like you ended up at UK Lockside and Epcot just because it was the place that was available? Right. Yes. They gave us a few options and through the group and your guide, I was like, okay, this is the perfect location for this party. So yes. Got it. Okay. Now, did you use any outside vendors for the portions of your event where you were able to? We did. We did. So we had a rehearsal dinner and well, I call it a rehearsal dinner. We didn't have a rehearsal. It was just a dinner. <laughs> but we had that in Whitehall room and patio. I just love that room and wanted to do some sort of an event in that area. And so we had an ice sculpture, which I know is not really <laughs> not in, in on trend anymore. But I've always wanted one. So we had one. And we used an outside vendor for that. And then the day of our the day of the ceremony, our brunch, We used a few outside vendors for things like the dance floor. We had a live painter. So we used um, for photography, for outside photography, we used Regina Hyman for a few of our events, and she was great. And then we also had Just Mary. They were a coordinator. We used them the day of, um, and they kind of helped coordinate things. I, I knew my previous background is in wedding planning, and so I knew that I didn't want to worry being at the ceremony about is everything being set up right or does anybody have any questions for me? So I hired just Mary for that portion of things. Um, And then also the rehearsal dinner. And then we also had Orlando wedding and party rentals and raining roses for decor. And we actually worked with them through just Mary, which was very nice. Who was your live painter? 
we had a event painting by Jamie and he was great. I just found them actually through Instagram and I've seen previews of the painting and I cannot wait to see the finished product. That's great. Our videographer was Perfect Sky Productions and they were actually with us the entire week and they were amazing. Highly recommend them. Fantastic. Now, how did you choose the officiant for your vow renewal ceremony? I did a lot of research in the group and read your guide and Rev Kev kept popping up and I chatted with a few officiants via email and he was the one that just, he felt like a friend when we were just chatting back and forth. So we just felt like he would be great with our kids. We knew that our ceremony would be very sort of informal with the kids kind of doing their own thing. And, but we wanted it to also be special and we knew that he would have that balance of both. Wonderful. We had DJ Chuck Johnson. Now, you had so many events. Can you talk a bit about any entertainment you added to them, like characters, DJs? You mentioned the live painter. Yes, yes. So we had characters at our brunch. We had Mickey and Minnie and Goofy, which was one of the best decisions that we made that entire week. It was just wonderful. We had a confetti burst at the end of our brunch, the last song. We did have a DJ at our brunch which I was a little unsure of, but I'm so glad that we did a DJ. It was just, it was so fun. And it really added to the event. We had DJ Chuck Johnson. So yeah. And we also did a ride mixed in at our welcome party at Animal Kingdom. We did a safari ride mixed in, which was really neat because my parents and my brother, sister-in-law and nephew had not done the safari before. So it was really neat to see that. And then we also did a Ratatouille ride mix in after our Epcot party the last night of the week, which was a great way to just kind of finish off the week. That's great. When you had the characters at brunch, did you pick specific outfits for them? We did, yes. So I asked for the 50th anniversary outfits and they approved them, which I was so excited for. (laughs) Now, do you have any menu items or cake flavors from any of your events that you would recommend? Yes. So I have to say that we are real foodies. We love the food at Disney. And so it was really difficult for me to pick out of all of the food that we love, what we wanted on the menus. But Disney was great to work with us on just selecting the menus and kind of narrowing them down. But also we had so many events. I wanted the food to be a little different at each event. So the things that really stood out to me were we had steak and lobster at the rehearsal dinner, which was amazing. Everybody's still talking about that. The bacon wrapped scallops at the farewell party. Those were amazing. Everybody is still talking about those. And then for cake, we did a four-tier cake for nine people because I really wanted a big cake. Um, (laughs) We had a few different flavors, but we did the churro with German chocolate filling, and it was so good. Cannot recommend that enough. Every All of the other flavors were great, but that was the one that really stood out to me. That's interesting. Was that from doing a tasting kit? It was. Yes, it was. I know it was an odd pairing, but it was so good. (laughs) And then what were your other pairs? We did carrot cake with cream cheese, which was by far my husband's favorite. And then we did funfetti with a chocolate mousse. And we had red velvet with cream cheese. And what did you do with all of that leftover cake? (laughs) So we actually... Disney was great. They boxed it up for us. I sent some home with some of our vendors. I was like, you can take some cake home, take it to your friends and your family if you want to. So I I put that offering out. But then the rest of it that we had boxed up, I actually did just like an Instacart delivery to the resort of Tupperware or storage containers. And we just kind of split it up. And 
my brother and sister-in-law and nephew, they took some home. But then we also, where we were going to be in St. Augustine for the two weeks following the vow renewal, we took it with us and we, we had cake every night for it seemed like forever. So we did eat it all between the nine of us. It was just over a long amount of time. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Can you give my listeners an overview of each of the other events that you added, like your dessert parties, your rehearsal dinner, farewell party? Yes, absolutely. So on Monday night, the night that we were all arriving, basically, we did a welcome party at Tamu Tamu at Animal Kingdom. And then on Tuesday, we did, we had done a VIP tour that day. Everybody was in the parks. And so we ended at Hollywood Studios and we did just like a dinner some desserts, things like that at Launch Bay at Hollywood Studios. And then Wednesday evening, we had a rehearsal dinner at Whitehall Room and Patio. Thursday was Vow Renewal Day. Um, we did have a fireworks party that night, dessert party at Sago Cay at the Grand Floridian. And then Friday, we had a dessert party at UK Lockside in Epcot. Got it. I would love to talk a little bit more about the Launch Bay party because for a while there, they stopped offering it. Did they suggest that spot and did you do anything Star Wars themed with your event? Right. So they actually suggested that, which I was kind of shocked. I didn't, like I said, I've been in the group, so I've kind of taken in all the information and I didn't even think to ask about it. But I just mentioned to our planner that, hey, we really want to do events in all four parks. Is there anything available on this day in Hollywood studios and they actually suggested it. So yeah, it was really cool. There are a lot of restrictions with it. So I don't know if maybe that's why it's not, you know, offered or allowed sometimes, but we had to be very careful with what we did that was star Wars themed. Some of the decor options that I suggested were turned down, which I understand the centerpieces were star Wars themed. They were approved and suggested by floral. And I was like, sure, let's just, whatever you guys think, let's just do it. So yeah, I did ask for some, for example, Wookiee cookies as a favor there. They were not allowed there. So we just did them at another event, but the menu, the chef pretty much did everything Star Wars themed. It was really cool. That's great. That's so weird. I wonder why like Wookiees are literally part of the Star Wars universe, why they wouldn't allow those. (laughs) Well, I wanted to have like the blue milk and the green milk and things like that. And they would not allow us to do that. But the menu items were named like Star Wars themed things. So I knew going into that event that I needed to be very flexible. And so I was like, okay, just whatever, whatever you want us to do is fine. It's okay. We'll just roll with it. Did you add entertainment to that event? We did not. So I asked if we could add a character and they said that we cannot add characters to that event. Interesting. Okay. So can you give my listeners a timeline of how the vow renewal day ran? Yes. So it was a super early day. We kind of knew that going into it. So we were all prepared for that. But my hair and makeup started at 3 a.m. We had a park shoot beforehand, which I know is not ideal day of ceremony. But since we were in Magic Kingdom for the ceremony, it just made sense. And then we did a first look at the Grand Floridian in the lobby they picked us up. They took us to the park shoot. I want to say our first look was around 5 a.m., 5.15 a.m. We did park shoot. And then one thing that I really wanted was some photos, a few photos in front of the castle with our family since it was such a small group, um, especially our kids. So they brought them. We cut our park shoot just a tad bit short to allow them to bring our family in a little bit early basically for the ceremony. So I believe that they brought them in. It was either 7.15 or 7.30. We did a few photos. Our ceremony started, I believe it was around eight. 
we did ceremony um, and then we did a few photos afterwards at the train station. And then our brunch started around 9.30. We did some photos at the Grand Floridian. Then brunch. And then we actually took a nap. And then we had a dessert party that evening. So, yes. <laughs> That's a great idea and a hot tip. Take a nap. <laughs> Take a nap, especially if there's kids involved. <laughs> so we did SAG OK that evening. We just felt like with being such an early morning that it would make sense to stay at the resort if possible and have that party and that actually that worked out perfectly because we got ready since we were staying there we just walked down from our rooms didn't have to deal with transportation or anything and went to the dessert party got it for the brunch after the ceremony did you do things like traditional first dances or was it more of a casual event because it was a bow renewal so it was a little bit of a mix um initially we were not going to have a dj or anything and then the longer that the planning process went on the more i thought okay we're doing this once I really want to add a DJ. The kids will love it. Let's do it. So we didn't do like the introductions or anything like that, but we did. My husband and I had our, you know, a first dance, if you will. Our kids actually ended up joining us in that. I had actually had a song written for that um, that somebody wrote and composed and sang and we had the recording and the DJ had it. So we did that. Um, we did the cake cutting because the characters were there. And then we did like a last dance, but that was really... Oh, my brother did give a speech um, and then my husband gave a short one, but that was really kind of it as far as formalities. Got it. Okay. So when you were planning, I guess the whole week <laughs> of events, <laughs> what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention and your budget? So for us, when we had our wedding 10 years ago, we had a very small budget and I loved it. Of course, it was such a special day, a perfect day. But for us, our wedding, we had a large guest count. And I just felt like the entire day, even though it was great, it was perfect. I felt like we were, we kind of were like ships passing in the night, you know, we would see each other. Um, but you know, he would be talking to somebody else, or I would be talking to somebody else. So I, it really was important for me, for us to be able to enjoy this time together, as husband and wife, but then also with our kids since they were there. So the smaller guest count, that's why we did the smaller guest count, was just being able to kind of soak it all in and enjoy it and slow down and not feel rushed from one thing to the other. So that was a big portion of it. Photography and videography was also very important to us. I'm a pictures person. I love pictures. <laughs> so that was a huge um, kind of piece of it. And then also details. I love the flowers, the details, the linens, the chairs, all of that. And that probably comes from my background in event planning. But we had a very small floral budget for our wedding. And actually, my mom and I put our flowers together for our initial wedding. So this time, I kind of wanted to go all out with the decor and the flowers. That's great. Now, what aspects were less important where you saved your money or just your effort? Really, for us, Again, kind of, we hadn't really planned a DJ, but that was one thing that it was, I could have, you know, it's kind of like, okay, we could or we couldn't. It wasn't a huge priority. I'm so glad that we did it. Our DJ was awesome. Um, but that was something that was like, okay, if we need to cut it from the budget, we can. I'm really trying to think. I mean, other things were, I just kind of let Disney go with it. There were, like I said, menus. I just gave my ideas and let them kind of plan it. Um, and I just said yes or no. So I, I really, I wanted to be involved in the planning process, but I also 
it wasn't important to me to be super involved in every single detail. I, I hired experts and I trusted that we had hired experts and let them kind of do their jobs. Um, so it wasn't super important to me just to be involved in the full planning process in every single detail. Got it. Okay. So what ended up being your favorite memory of your vow renewal day? There are a lot. It's hard to narrow down. <laughs> um, probably riding in the carriage down Main Street. That was just kind of one of those surreal moments of like, this is just amazing. And every girl wants to feel like a princess. So that, you know, that was that moment. I love the park sheet just because it, as parents of young kids, we get very few <laughs> moments alone. So that was a really sweet time for my husband and I to be alone, to kind of have those moments and enjoy those moments before the ceremony and just kind of alone, um, even though we had photographers and videographers with us, but just us two. Um, and then also the characters the day of, that was, I knew that the characters would be great, but seeing the kids with the characters and th those interactions was just, I mean, I would have probably paid triple what we paid for them because it was, that's how worth it that was to us. Did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? The only thing, and this didn't really go wrong. It was just one of those, okay, I didn't really think about that. Um, so our, our Sega K dessert party that Thursday night, the weather, the forecast was clear, like there was nothing on the radar, but we were about midways through the dessert party and all of a sudden it started raining. Um, which it's nobody's fault. I know Disney, they were watching the radar. I was watching the radar and there was really nothing on it. It was just a cloud that came up. Um, and so that was just kind of one of those things of, okay, it happened. But, you know, again, for us, we had such a small guest count. We went and just kind of huddled under an overhang until it passed. And then we finished our dessert party. Um, but that's really the only thing that kind of was just odd or different. Now, I did find out after the fact that the chairs for the rehearsal dinner, I had rented um, like a gold chair with an ivory cushion through Disney and they were unavailable. And so they substituted gold chairs with gold cushions. I kind of noticed it that night, but it wasn't something that I went, oh, that's, you know, that's odd. But Disney actually mentioned it to me after the fact um, and, and they made it right. So that was something that I felt like was really good on their part to mention to me. Like I said, I noticed it, but I didn't really think much about it. Um, so that, those are really the only things that I can think of. That's great. Was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then turned out not to be a big deal? I think probably just the details of mainly the ceremony day. My concern was we were going to be at the park shoot. Our kids, they, you know, my parents and, and brother and sister-in-law would have to help get them ready. Everybody was in hair and makeup. And we were on such a tight timeline. I was worried that, you know, whatever would happen and things would get behind and we wouldn't be able to do the pictures in front of the castle with the family. That was something that seemed like a big deal to me at the time. But when I look back, I mean, it all worked out. We had just Mary at the hotel, making sure everything was going smoothly. And then of course, Disney making sure that everybody was on transportation and on time and things like that. So that was something that I stressed out about, but at the end, in the end, it worked out perfectly. Great. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? Honestly, no, you know, I, it was all perfect. I know that that's, that's, there's always something that can, you know, go wrong or will go wrong with events. But for us, everything worked out so great. I initially thought, okay, we're planning a lot of events in five days for, you know, these people, everybody's going to be exhausted. 
but it really was, it was, it was so fun and everybody enjoyed everything. And it, it really didn't feel like too much to us. And, and for somebody with a larger guest count, it might, I'm sure <laughs> that's a lot of people to coordinate, but for us with a smaller guest count, it was really neat to be able to have those kind of private dinners, private events together as a family in locations that we would never have, you know, dinners any other time. So that was really cool for us. Um, so no, I think, you know, everything went really perfectly. That's wonderful. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? Maybe those who are thinking, oh, I don't know if I have a vow renewal, will anybody come? <laughs> well, I, I think just trust the process. Um, there are a lot of little details, things like that to think about, to stress out about, but also just trust the process. And, you know, for us on our wedding day, 10 years ago, things went wrong then. Um, you know, our DJ at that point, 10 years ago, played the wrong song for me to walk down the aisle to. And those things seem like big details, but at the end of the day, you're married to the person that you, you know, you love so much. And looking back 10 years ago, anything that went wrong was just a good memory. And that's how I kind of went into this planning process. So kind of approach it like that, like anything that goes wrong or feels wrong or feels stressful. It's a memory. It's a, in the big picture. It's probably not as big as it may feel like. Um, so just, you know, trust the process and remember your why, remember why you're doing this and who you're doing it with. So that's great advice. Well, Allison, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in having an event at any of the parks or events at all the parks. And I appreciate your taking the time. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairyTaleWeddingsGuide.com. <laughs>